The Hurling Podcast is brought to you by the Enniscorthy Credit Union, where you can join and apply for a loan on the same day. With great interest rates and special rates for car loans, green car loans and education loans. Check out their website at enniscorthycu.ie. The Enniscorthy Credit Union. Local, loyal and lending. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Enniscorthy Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Catch, touch and bang. Dara is a fantastic coach and um, some really, really exciting uh, young players coming through. Um, so there's an awful lot to be uh, excited about and that's really fun. I listen to dancing at the crossroads there about three or four times a week in the car on the way down just to get myself. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is like the party, uh, as we well know. Then we had Billy Byrne, who was going to come in to be the game chair. And we had to put a high ball in from the middle of the field. And Billy Byrne's job was to catch, touch and bang. Catch, touch and bang. Oh, there's no rules. This guy just grabbed the ball, threw it up in the air and then hit it. Most importantly, I'd like to thank you, the people of Wexford, who stuck with us through taking pain. Come on, Wexford! Hello and welcome to the Wexford Hurling Podcast. Gary here, and I'm joined, as always, by Ben. How are you, Ben? Very good. Good to hear. It's Championship Week. Are you excited? I am. It's Championship. This is what I've been waiting for all year, really. Yeah, you're ready for a big weekend over in the West? It'll just be the one one night for me, not the whole weekend. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I think the lads are going to put in a performance. Oh, well, I certainly hope so. Um, we have an absolute wealth of knowledge joining us on the pod this week, don't we, Ben? No two more knowledgeable men in Ireland, I think. We have former Wexford and Galway manager and the plus one OG, Cyril Farrell, as well as All-Ireland winner and our good friend, Tom Dempsey. Cyril, you managed Wexford in the early 90s. And Tom mentioned, he mentioned a few times now, how Griffin really had trouble, you know, really wanted to get a hold of him. Was it you who's let Tom loose, or what? What was Tom like with you? I know it was he was a good hurler, like you know, <laughs> very very good player, a loose of corner, mainly corner forward, like you know, and uh, like he, he, you'd know he was able to hurl. Came from a great hurling background, like and sure he was he was in he was at the top of his game, really, like you know, he would be on the Wexford team every day unless he was injured. That was the only way he wouldn't be on. I was a bit unlucky, uh, sir. That time I was just saying we had a great experience with sir. And I remember he used to drive horrendous miles like it just showed his dedication to the whole thing but I remember I got my cheekbone broken in a in a an off the ball and what what would you call it a, an accidental off the ball instant with Owlert in a championship match about two weeks before we played Leash and I, I remember going into Cyril and I learned about the Galway way very quickly but I, I went in I got the operation and the whole works but the, I think the championship was only about 12 or 14 days maybe it was probably maybe 17 or 18 days after but remember Cyril giving a little talk and he said look as for Dempsey there he got his cheekbone broken but if he's tough enough he'll play and if he won't we'll just get on with it I, I was just <laughs> saying I, that was the way that was what brought all the success to that man because even though he was a gentleman by God I'd say you, you had to be tough at times Cyril uh, well, so you wouldn't get away with that now, you know, like to be <laughs> built and safety and everything else. But you know, that, like even getting a few stitches, say, on the head, like with the blood would come, but you, what would you do at halftime? Put the bandage on, go out and play again. I, look, it's far more sweeped around. It's, ha- it's easier now, Tom, for the forwards in the sense in your time, like playing a good forward, you're going to get a belt from behind off the ball. But like that day is gone, as you know, like it's, yeah. it's 
it was a very, it's gone very strict and all for the better crew to be fair like the skillful hurler has a great chance now like even though I keep kind of debating to the boys or telling me how fit there and all this but I find that the games have gone slower because like they're all working the possession and working say from cornerback to wing back to in the midfield again he gets up everything is settled like in our time a good cornerback if he got the ball loose he was going to drive it 80 or 90 yards that doesn't happen anymore but that's that's the modern game you have to go with it is my, my biggest worry well my biggest worry when it was Harlem was the likes of Sylvie standing beside you or behind you or in front of you he, he was a tough man but I'd say if I was hurling now it wouldn't be much easier with the likes of Barry Nash going from the corner back to corner yeah. forward and putting the ball in the net they're, they're a different breed of animal really the, the young uh, cornerbacks now sir aren't well, they they're, they're attacking but to be fair like it's stricter the, the rules are stricter. but yeah they're attacking from the back and they're like Limerick well they're very very good they're playing a football formation really like they're all yeah. coming angles and it's up to the others to kind of stop them and I suppose we're all kind of copying them in a sense any game I go to even young lads games now to the all rule with the ball and the next thing it breaks down and then you have a rook like a year time Tom there was no rooks but that's that's the way it's gone it's that's not the thing. It. You, you move the ball but, yeah. but the, the other thing sir I, I just not sorry lads I was just thinking about Limerick you were saying the game has slowed down a bit sir but part of it is because teams they actually concede possession to Limerick an awful lot don't they you know even yeah. even the good teams even the Galways are, they stand back and they let them get possession and I, I like I think that slows the thing down but it gives Limerick a little bit of maybe too much respect is it? Yeah well you see Tom I'd say you're right because if you watch them closely like if they get the first say the loose ball from a puck out they're, if they get the first ball correct they're going to get the second third and fourth correct the place to put pressure on is the first one because if you half block that they won't get the second. It's it's see it's about it's all about the first minute because if you watch them closely, they often play four in the full back line for the puck out. So someone is loose and they'll work it up. They're deadly at it. So yeah. it's interesting to see who's going to come up and try to 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 snook them out like from the very start. You say you can give them too much respect and then you're in trouble as well, like because they are very good, like. Yeah, you take a chance of a big beating, Ben, if, or, or, yeah, or yeah. Gary, if you do, you know, if it goes wrong. But I even remember last year, and I remember being at a coaching forum, and I just said that. We and I don't know what your thoughts, sir, but we played Westmead, who, you know, with all due respect, Joe Fortune is a brilliant manager. He's done a great job up there. We conceded the puckouts to um Westmead last year in the championship. I could see no sense in that at all, to be honest with you. You know, I think I think we needed to, as you said, sir, att- attack them more than more than stand back off them, like you know. Yeah, well, like if you even look at I know no Limerick is hard them, but like you watch them, that is really football tactics. And if you look at the great Dublin team of two, say a few years ago. The only ones that ran them close at them times were Mayo and Kerry because they shoved up and they they didn't let, let the first ball kind of win it without any problem and didn't work it up. They they actually put pressure on the first ball and it be some team is going to do it. I know I know you're risking, but it means like what's the difference if you're not going to if you're going to win before beating four points or twenty points? Someone has to have a cut at them, like you know. Yeah. And the place to have a cut would be the knockout match. That's 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 the one. Yeah, you know, and I, it'll probably happen this year because they're not. Everyone is going to take it lying down, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be very interesting. Kenny tried it. I thought Galway did last year too, but you know that that they will be very hard to beat. But I still have a feeling. I know this is going to be crazy, but even when we were saying about Munster hurling. I have a feeling Davy is going to give him a little bit of trouble next weekend. Now I have to say, you know, he's he's well, something I'm, up his sleeve. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I've known him like he'd have two or three different game plans. The only thing is that will bother me about knowing Davy well is it isn't a knockout game. You see, he'd want yeah. like he'd be showing his hand. He like during the league, Tom, I can guarantee he played what you call him uh, Hutchinson out around midfield. Yeah. So he won't midfield the next day in the morning, yeah. the man in the moon. Like, but he was just fiddling around like because they had won a league last year and that wasn't going to count him more for this year. Now it'll be interesting. The only thing is he has no game at home. It'll be all in tournaments or somewhere like there's no one then 
it's tough because like, mm-hmm. definitely whether you like it or not even in the professional game the home games are an advantage like yeah. even next Saturday like say Wexford playing Galway with Galway at home it's a must win for Galway really because they are at home because the next week to travel to, to Nolan Park so you yeah. know there's nothing to be nothing simple there either yeah before we go too much further I just I want to go back to Cyril what you said about you know back in back in the day the, the forwards had it so much tougher than they do these days well I, I don't know whether you heard Billy Byrne talking about what himself and Tom did to poor John Henderson I think the backs had it tough enough back in the day too with some, <laughs> well, some of the lads they had to they were coming yeah, up against but, yeah well you know that's what I, I remember saying to Jimmy Hoolan like Tom had known when a good hurler but a big strong man but very nice and I remember saying before we played he said, he said for Christ's sake Jimmy look, throw your weight around a little bit and don't let them full back out just you know let them know you're around them Jesus wasn't long off when he was sent off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the same day against Leisure, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're down to 14. Oh, yeah. you know, but like, uh, he was a good hurler as well. Like, he could do anything with a ball. Like, but you know, but was a big, strong man, but a very kind of a gentleman. Like, you know, no, no bit of, no, no bit of kind of, you know, a little bit of devil in him. You need, a, need an odd bit. Like, you look at the Limerick lads, look at Gillan, for example, now, even in Club Ireland. Like, he, he, he doesn't mind the time where he lets a hurl ball. Like, you know, if, if you're in the way, you'll get it. There was yeah. probably enough devil in, in that full forward line when yourself and Bill were in there, Tom, was there? Ah, well, I, I don't know if there was enough now, but I tell you, you, you come across fellas like, uh, as I said, the, the aforementioned Sylvia or John Henderson and fellas like that. <laughs> I'm not saying you'd be dirty, but you'd learn, learn to survive around those days. It, kind of, but <laughs> it was very much different that time, uh, Gary, because literally you went in on your man and you, you you really just tried to get the better of your man now i i think the man in and I, i'm not just saying but i i do believe sir that you you were close enough to the greatest manager ever you because you were the one that actually i won't say change tactics but do you remember you cut it was like a kenny and all semi-final yeah. one year by and nobody had ever heard of the of the uh of the man going out around midfield by bringing the corner forward out didn't you yeah, that's right. I played three midfielders. And the policy was like that if the cornerback came out, which he did, like we'd run the ball and get into that corner. And if he didn't come out, stay away from that corner because we had to score from outside. Now, we had pasty fellas that worked against Kilkenny. It didn't work against Cork, but we changed. I was very sorry myself looking back. We changed at halftime. I should have stuck my guns and keep, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's hard when you're not But Kilkenny had beaten us in the league final that year. Should have beaten us all them in '86, and like we got a lot of injuries. Like so, kind of we had to change it a small bit. Like and uh, we did it. In, I remember doing it in training. And I remember Peter Blyce saying, "Geez, he said this isn't going to work." I said, "Listen, trusted." Like it was kind of rolling with the ball and hand passing, which was kind of new at the time. Now I remember Tom at that time you could score the hand pass as well. You know That's what right. I mean? Score the yeah. balls like and Kilkenny were juiced. Like I remember, like it was it was it was great to beat them because they were the kind of the aristocrats or the steel arrows, was really yeah. at the same time. But like someone would come up with something to beat Limerick and. Uh, like they are very good. I know a lot of them from Limerick colleges between between UL and LIT and Mary I down there. They all kind of came through that system, you know. And like they're good, but they might they're not as good a hurler as people think. But their system is very good and they trust the system. And the lads coming on, I know the few new lads coming on under they're, they're very, very good. There's a cotton lad there wing back, there's an O'Neill wing forward, there's an English wing forward, there's an O'Brien fella. These are good hurlers well, and they would fit into the system. <laughs> Like, but it's up to yeah. someone else. Like, as you see, I've been looking forward to Davy, but the only thing is, it isn't a knockout game. You might yeah. just, show, you know, he'll want to win, but I don't know really show everything. And and the other thing, I suppose, sir, you're, you're saying you're right that the, 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 two, the two points against Limerick are the hardest two points in Munster. So, they, you know, Watford could effectively hurl really well 
and not win the two points anyway. So yeah. he might, you're, I can see exactly where. But a funny thing, uh, lads, I was just talking, there was a man living up your way now, Gary, uh, Paddy Kavanagh. He used to hurl full back. I don't know if you remember him, sir. Paddy was, he was a brilliant Buffers Alley man. But Paddy, uh, he actually won a Railway Cup medal with Leinster before he hurled for Wexford in Championship. But Paddy used to always have long hair and he had a beard and, and, for all, and a kind of a, a, a gold helmet. But for all intents and purposes, Paddy was like a Viking. He he wasn't a dirty player, but by God, he would peel you. He would yeah. train on Tony Dorn every night. Would you remember him, sir? I do. I yeah. remember the story about Tony Dorn. You talk about Dorn yeah. was he a buffer for man as well. He Jeez. was because, but I remember Paddy. Um, no, there's a fella called Peter Ryan. He's Peter's from the Shelmaliers, but we all buffers Ali. There was a few of us playing junior. I was very young, but Paddy was near the end of his days playing full back in a, a junior county final in '82 against the Shells. But Peter was 17. He's a real character. But he said he was the one that invented the sweeper system because he went in that day. He was playing full forward, took one look at Paddy and did more. Did all his hurling the halfback line that day. And so <laughs> Peter takes a great. But uh, ah, there were great, there were great old times. But t- Tony, I'm sure you're well familiar with Tony. And he was well. Tom, when you were playing in in in, in uh, Torres, I know it was a league playoff to stay up. But I don't know what it was. But Tony was in his prime, and I said to Conor Hayes, "Was a good fullback at the time, but kind of young." I said, "Now listen, you can't afford to let this set catch the ball." Don't play catch you. Just play it negative. I said, let the ball, make sure it hits the ground, tip it away in this. If he catches it, you're in trouble. Connor was flying it. Tony caught nothing. But Connor got a little bit complacent. And about 10 minutes to go, high ball comes in, up goes the two hands, down comes Doran, walks over his, walks into the net. That was bad enough. About two minutes after, he did a replica every game. Like, like Connor was kind of saying, you know, I have him, but like you never really had him. He got two two in about the last three or four minutes. Hand pass, like dropped the hole and hand pass the ball over the bar in the net. Oh Lord, he was horsepower strong. There's nothing you could do with him like. He, he told know? me one. He told me one day, sir, he was hurling on Niall McInerney full forward, and he put the right hand up to catch the ball, and Niall Julie broke a finger on his left uh, hand uh, when he was catching it. So the Galway <laughs> boys would do what it have to be done now. I'd say, you know, although Niall wasn't a dirty hurler now, in fairness. Oh no, but that, that's that's the way it was. Like you know, yeah. trying to do what you had to, or you tried. No, he was very strong. Oh good God, he could hold you off. Like you know, yeah. like remember that old milk cat? We're all at him. We didn't it didn't phase him at all. Like you'd love to have him on your side. Like he was Absolutely. a terror. Yeah. Wexford, Tom had a after beating Kilkenny last week, they had a disappointing disappointing defeat against Dublin in Parnell Park in the under 20 on Saturday. What did you make of them? Dublin, um, Derek McGrath's involved with them this year. And again, um Dublin are playing the you know the Derek McGrath way, and uh, it was very, very effective. Wexford found it very, very difficult. To find a way around it and at points there was maybe two men playing in, in the half back line but Wexford didn't play well Um, I think in fairness I, I was listening to Keith Roster being interviewed after the Kilkenny game and I think Keith was you know he's Keith is a great guy you know I, I think Keith will be the next Wexford manager not Daryl will be there for whatever couple of years but I think Keith would be the most um, I think he's, he's the most qualified homegrown man we have for for the management position over the next couple of years but he, even after beating Kilkenny Keith said look we want to be careful here and I think we saw that yesterday as well Kilkenny went out I think with five or six different forwards yeah you know they had the guys back from the National League and they beat Galway sir I, I don't know whether you were at that game sir but they uh, must be Drennan was very impressive uh, the world he's good like and like he's serious makers but he's a good hurler but they were all impressive the score 520 and they were lucky not to get one or two more goals. Now, after saying that, I felt we scored enough to win any 60-minute game. We scored 320. So it's, yeah. it's 
And we're not, for the quality we have, we're not playing well at all. But it's a funny system, Tom, because I didn't realise until the first game was over, Galway, for example, can lose all the games and still come back into it and, win, and be good enough, if they're good enough to win the championship without winning any game in the round robin. Absolutely. They, they, they really did. Uh, I, I think it's it's nearly a waste of game, sir, because to be honest with you, there's nobody nobody's out of it after the after the round robin part of it. So, you know, in some ways, and you know Kilkenny and Jeepers over the years, lads, we play oh. Kilkenny the first and they'll tie around until it really gets serious. In fairness, Dublin have a very, very good team to beat Galway by a couple of points the week before. But we we I I'd like some of the younger lads that we have there. We have some very, very good young guys coming up a kind of a such, you know, the likes of Derek Carley, you know, young Foley, Connor Foley. Really what Wexford need over the next while, lads, we need to pull probably four four of those because we haven't really been consistently coming through with with the guys from the 20 to 23 age bracket that have come onto the team. We're going to have a big exodus in the next couple of years with the likes of Lee Chin, with the likes of Mark Fanning, with all that Matthew O'Hanlon, that era will be gone maybe into and we need to fairly quickly start um replacing those guys and I think there are a few lads on that under 20 team and really we won't know much about it until it comes to the knockout championship I think at this stage you know Wexford yeah. are playing Galway in in the under 20 on Friday evening uh, if Galway lose now Cyril that'll be the wooden spoon in, in that group then for Galway yeah and this team will be rated in Galway like they will be kind of considered a kind of very good team on paper they're not doing it and they have one or two injuries now but uh what Thomas says is true. After the first game, when people down here realise that this only around Robin, there's no one actually going to the game. Would you believe? Maybe the parents and uncles, but there's no, there's no real support for the game at all yet until it probably gets to knockout stage. So, like, uh, it that that's coming Friday evening. There'll be a couple of these lads on the senior panel that don't be on the team. So I don't know what's going to ha- I don't know what what's going to happen. Henry and uh, Brian Handy have to meet and see see is Henry going to hold them for the Saturday? Because to me, like the most important game the weekend is a senior game for God because like that's a home game. And definitely, like to go well, in the, like Gaul would be trying to win a Leinster title this year, or, or to get into it anyway. So definitely, we'd want to be winning the first home game against Wexford. Because if we don't, we travel the following weekend against uh, to, to Nolan Park against Kilkenny, and they won't make it easy on anyone down there. And Mr. Ali, the Galway Twenties, sir, would be in the heart contention. They'd be in contention as panel. I can't see them on the team. You know, there's one lad that might have been, but uh, Kitty, but he actually didn't act his tendon, I think, yesterday. So, like, he's gone. The other two or three, they're okay, Tom, but they're not ready for senior. I wouldn't see them, you know, yeah. making the team. But Galway are going to probably wind up with more or less the same team. They have one or two big decisions to make. During the league, they played Dahi Box centre back to get him Horland's balls, and Gareth McInerney was quite effective full back. Now, mm-hmm. what are they going to do with the championship? Either? Like, that's the six mark question. That they're probably the two are probably going to be on. They could reverse situation, but it's hard, it's hard to know. But a few lads could like sort of Cahal Manuel's that's coming back from uh, injury. They played against Clare there last week and had an in house master. They're happy enough, but I, I think the Galway team, Tom, will probably much when all is said and done, it'll probably much the same team more or less with kind of just kind of. If you maybe kind of position switch, but other than that, it's going to be more or less the same team. Gerard McNerney did particularly well on Connor McDonald, I think, if I remember properly, in the league yeah. this year, and he is play, he's playing really well full back. Whether that is Dahi Burke is suited to centre back, I wonder. Well, he's okay, but you see, Gerard McInerney plays we call it nearly old style fullback. He'll hold the edge of the square fourteen or fifteen yards out. He'll mark his man, and he won't leave. Now, yes. Dahi Burke can be very spectacular, but you can drag him around. Mac is inclined to. If you're a goalie, you'd probably prefer McInerney because he's there the whole time and he's yeah. horsepower strong. He's not fancy, don't like there's nothing fancy about him. Good in the air, very brave and very honest. Dahi be more spectacular, but like uh, I, as I say, if you're a goalie, I'd prefer I'd say prefer to have, have McInerney because he's there the whole time. He's constant in it, like. 
Yeah, it's, it's some facility though, sir. I mean, lads will tell you there that really when Liam Ryan is missing now a full back, we're a little I, bit under pressure, you know, because you have two options there now, you know. Well, like with, I keep saying to the boys here in the club, Dahi Bork, he's able to play full back without a hurdle because he's coming from the football and he, he knows how to position himself. He's very good under the ball. He laid off, like he can, he can play it actually without a hurdle, if you know what I mean. Now he can get caught too, but like, uh, He's joined the cops there lately, which is good from settling him down. Like, but he's a good, he's a good lad, yeah. And I can see Liam Ryan being a big loss. Like, uh, yeah, you know, he's lost anything. I, I big... think he is. He is going to be back next weekend now. You know, it sounds he played a bit of that game down in Tipperary, and uh, he seems to have. I think he took full part in a fifteen side game yesterday. So, how will it be if he? Because like you need yeah. them, you know what I mean. Oh, we we do, we do, you know, because it frees the likes of Simon Donner who to go out and do what they're normally doing, and and you know the likes of Shane Rick and that, you know. What about other injuries, Tom? Have you heard? Yeah, I was I was only listening to Dar Egan there on the because look, let's be fair, it's been a, it's been a, 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 a league to forget. I think it was Billy said, uh, if somebody said to him, it's over, the league is over now. Billy said, thank God, uh, because it was a very very poor league and. The biggest worry, I think, in Wexford here is that, and, and you'll agree with me, uh, Gary and, and Ben, that form is not like a light switch. Like, we, our form has been very, very poor. And I know we've been missing a lot of players or whatever, but basically, we're kind of expecting to head up to Salt Hill next uh, Saturday evening and no more than any other time or more than any other time. And Wexford have been in this position before. We're expecting to turn on a switch, go out and give a performance. Sometimes it's not as easy as that. On the flip side, I think Galway complacency, you'd be hoping it'll come into Galway a little bit, but they shouldn't because Galway, for me, over the last couple of years, they haven't been putting teams away. I mean, even in the league, they should have probably had another two to three goals against Wexford, but didn't really put them away. From the injury point of view, Ben, Matt Johannan, as far as I know, didn't play yesterday, but I I believe he, he should be okay. I think we're pretty okay on the injury. I think young Ian Carty is out. Um, uh, at the moment, Niall Murphy, that's what he was saying. But I think bar that, I think we're going to have pretty well everybody else uh, available to us. And this time last year we played Galway, we went in without Lee Chin. You know, Lee was he came on after a while. He's so important to us, you know. And 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 I tell you, sir, he's not the easiest man to handle because I've seen it in club games no. where they've, they've two and three marked him. And the man is so strong. But we are very dependent on Lee at the moment. The way How was Rory O'Connor? Rory's grand. Rory has played like I mean, he, he Rory's biggest problem, I suppose, is that he's been out for probably the guts of ten months with different injuries. With an injury, it's a and I, I won't even go into the type of ligament in his leg because it wouldn't wouldn't be a, it wouldn't mm. be a medical doctor. But he's back. He's played a couple of matches and he's he's fit and ready to go. So the only thing is match practice is probably going to be Rory's big. The only thing that worries me a bit is that we've been playing Rory as a kind of a sweeper and. I think against Tipperary we did the same we did against Cork. I would like I much prefer to see Rory. I think Rory would cause trouble, much more trouble uh, at the other end of the field, the kind of a such. I just hope that we're going to play him in a forward role, sir. That's all. I, I think well, looking from the outside in, I think he will be. I wouldn't mind what's happening during the league. And like to be fair yeah. to Wexford, as you said, at the topsy turvy, but we're missing players the whole time. It's hard enough yeah. to get momentum when you're, you know. But uh, you know, like no one where the league is going, with no one relegation, and like it was again people running. I, I was at the goal, it was a tip match, and it was like, no, God, who did they play in the stadium? Sure. It was was no gallop at all, if you know what I mean. It was just like a challenge game, and like there was no impetus at all. No, it never took off, and it was a good crowd. Yeah. Uh, same against Limerick, big crowd, but not not even a cheer, mm. you know. So yeah. Like it was a funny league, you have to say that. Yeah, well, our last yeah. league game, Ben, as you know was against Limerick and Limerick won by 10 or 11 points but it was the epitome of a practice match it was kind of Limerick were strolling around the pitch 
And it was the first day that I said to myself, I wonder are these guys as good as they pertain to be. But I mean, they, they were just tapping around. Then they came out next the week after and they, you know, they beat, who did they beat in the semi-final? They beat very well. Then they gave an exhibition against Kilkenny. So just that the, the league has, they need to re, I think they need to relook at the league. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, uh, but I would like to see if they really want to make it interesting, if, if they could make, to say, the league finals, whoever they are, let them into the championship quarter final or something because yeah. like with this going now it's gone there's no zip at all that you know no, no. but like um the goal was well, usually goal lost their home games and won their away games like it's unusual but I suppose Tommy have to be fair as well Munster to be fair is far more uh, competitive there's no soft touch in, in with all due respects in Leinster like you have lesser teams playing kind of topper team like there is a gap but there's no yeah. like, Munster there's no gap like it's, it's a tough campaign there like I, I, and it's funny you say that and my opinion about Wexford and the championship this year if we were heading into a Munster championship lads I would be nearly putting my head down under the under the blankets and kind of hiding because I think we're not in a great position but I do believe there are outlets in the Leinster championship to get through and Wexford are a funny team then if they can get a win just yeah. sneak yourselves into a quarter you wouldn't know what they do like you know but then sometimes you can be dependent on that too often as well kind of you know but the, the one thing that struck me about the league as well is that Limerick, in fairness to them, we're all saying we're wanting to catch up with Limerick. Raga. Limerick were the only ones that really showed a bite in the championship, and they're the ones that had nothing to are in the league. They had nothing yeah, to prove. Um, yeah, but you see what happened in last year. I know they got out of it, but they didn't want to happen what happened last year. Now they performed great and won the All Ireland. Everyone said it was a great campaign. The time to run well. They did not want to play as bad as they played last year in the league. It worried yeah. them. They were, never yeah. got the grips during the league, so they made sure not to fall back this year. They, they treated a lot more. Every game was kind of a serious game, and they try out them. You know, you're talking about lads coming through. They have the four or five, you yeah. know. No, this group are gone. That's it. But this they, they could last a long time. Absolutely. Where will Where will Connor Whelan line out on Saturday, Cyril? I know he well, centre forward a, a bit in the well, league. Well, during the league he was centre forward, but like uh, most people down in Gaul, was still performs like he's able to play anywhere. Like he's a good bit of stuff. He's probably our leading forward who's all the donkey up, but like he's lethal inside. He's dangerous for a goal or two inside. But like centre forward, he play well, but he won't it's a long way from goal. He's not the same goal threat from when you take him out, he'll still play well, but we're lacking a goal threat inside. Whereas inside not playing really well, he's still popping a goal or make one. He's very strong on the ball. There's a kind of a low, a low trajectory down near the ground all the time, turning good to get freeze. But I must first see him inside, but they have been playing him outside, but I don't think he'd be there. You would find Conor Cooney or someone like that centre forward for the for the championship. Where would we want to see Conor Whelan, Tom? I'd love to see him sitting out beside me in the stand, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the truth, Ben. He's the one player that I have the height of admiration for. I I think if I was buying a forward, I know there's a lot of them out there, Galan, whatever. If I was buying three forwards, I think Connor Cooney be one, or Connor Whelan would be one of the forwards that I'd buy. Um, the one thing we have to be very careful, if he is full forward, Liam Ryan is probably best equipped to deal with him. Because Ryan is very, very strong himself. But if he meets a man that's in anywhere inferior with strength, he will just literally walk by him, you know. And and he his head is down, he's going for the goal. Yeah. And I I I think our best best bet, I think, is if things work right, is probably if we if we have Liam Ryan fullback, Matt Joe Hanlon centre back, Damien can kind of play a cornerback kind of role whereby he's able to get on a lot of ball and things like that. But Galway, as we go back to Brian Concanon, sir, and for some peculiar reason, we find it very, very difficult to handle Brian Concanon. And he could, we could go out Sunday or Saturday. He mightn't be on the team sometimes, you know, I, or, or will he definitely be on at this time? He but will. it definitely is. Well, like he has the potential, like, but everyone feels here there's more in him. It's hard to yeah. get over. 
he has potential to do like he'd probably be on all right like you know and uh like he's a good player again he's an eye for a goal inside like you know they're moving in now but he's more dangerous corner forward more than wheeling like if you're down center forward you're inclined to go out midfield and that's and you do a lot of work but you're a long way from goal like for like for Galway to win, you need Whelan playing well. And if he plays well inside, he's good for kind of a goal or getting a 21. Like, because he, he's down next round and he will take you on. That's yeah. most times when he gets the ball in there, he's going to try to get a goal. Now, he won't get it the whole time, but he'll bring, he'll, he'll draw freeze and he's, he's dangerous the whole time. Yeah. And you'll and you speed up your free taking this year, sir. Let's say, <laughs> <laughs> That was a hometown decision. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have to. I'd be honest, sir. We, we have to put our hands up, lads, for that one. All right. I, I thought it was a bit. It was was a bit difficult. Or well, a bit I, never saw it, I never saw it done before. Or done since. Like, you know, <laughs> these things happen. That's part of the game. That's part of the folklore. You know. Actually, yeah. they couldn't do it since with the, with the amount of giving out that was done. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest. I think the biggest worry for Galway that day is they probably should have again put to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twenty five minutes beforehand, you know, and and then you don't. Some sometimes you don't get any sympathy then when when something goes against oh, yeah. you because you know. Yes. But the funny thing about Conor Cooney, the guy that's taken it, like the club campaign last year in here in Galway, he had a fantastic campaign. Now he, he's if he can transfer his club Portland to the county scene. For the last few years, he hasn't been doing that. Now, the league, he started doing it all right in the latter stage when he came on, like he was gone for a good while. But if they can do that, like in the club scene here, Tom, he's unreal. Yeah. He's able to cross yeah. every centre back. Now, there might be strong as match hand, but if he could do half it in the county, he'd be brilliant, like to, yeah. to do. But like, uh, it's just to get, it's in him when you get out of him. You know what I mean? He's, he's a very good hurler, very good wrist, good free taker. But he's gone from the free taker now. Uh, there's another little lead on. Like, again, if he's not picked, there's Young Nyland, and if he's picked, he'd be on the freeze. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a good. I remember him as a minor, and that Jesus, sir, I've seen his brother hurl in the fail a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, he's he's a, he, is he the new Joe Canning? He is. He looks at like and have a nice minor team, but minor was only under seventeen. Whatever's happening, go with Tom. The biggest breakdown. I don't know what someone wants to look into it closely. There's a big disconnect between our minors and our under twenties or twenty ones. We're not following through to the extent that we should be because we're producing good minors. We might win every, but the quality is good. But we're not doing it at, at the under twenty level. Mm. I think um, we. Have- a similar problem, bringing lads through from minor to men's, not under twenty, but men's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think sometimes Ben one of the one of the things we don't do in Wexford, we we're, we're very into development squads, and that's fair enough. But we 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 tend to focus completely on maybe underage minor and under 20 and with all due respects we're not as successful at that level as the likes of Galway would be. I think we should be maybe looking at the more seasoned kind of club kind of form as well a kind of a such we we kind of it's almost a guarantee if you're one of the top 20s or, or minors you'll come into our senior panel at some point a kind of a such whereas maybe we need to be looking at a bit at a club form as well a kind of a such you know I, I i that's that's one of the things i'd worry about but if you look at our under 20s and minors and our success rate over the last few years compared to galway's i think the problem is bigger in galway than wexford funnily enough even though we have a problem in that we're probably not producing as many players as Galway, you know? Yeah, well, we, we have one big time problem, Tom, and no one means it's just the way it's happened. What happens in Galway is you have the development squads like everywhere else, and it seems if you don't make the development squad at 14 or 16, you're not on the development squad. Like, you know, you yeah. need to be outside the development squad. And as you say, I was even taunted less in the series set up like that. They should be looking from the 21 to 23 or 4-year-olds on the club yeah. scene. Like, we have a lot of them kind of good, hard club hurlers that that wouldn't have been on any squads. And even I see the under-20s now, like, and they're going through a tough patch, but there's three or four players that were on no squads and they're good enough. They're, they're better, they're harder than some of the, you know, yeah, that are, yeah. because 
they didn't make it at say the, at the at the development level. And development is fine, but you remember my old time now with the like 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 say Pat Malone and these guys. So like if you saw them in development, you'd never pick them. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they develop later, that later on in, in life altogether. And that that can happen. And and sir, genuinely, I'm not just saying it, but that is a problem in Wexford as well. That 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 we're we're not looking. And, and in fairness, there's a guy, Niall Williams. Niall has taken over as director of hurling. I, I'm not sure his name. Real good guy. Uh, Niall is um, a Westmead man, but he's putting in some lovely things that I think are going to be helping the future. And one of them is he's taken all the 18s and 19s, say a panel of it. I just am involved with it myself of fellas that are not making the 20s. But they're, I reckon they're worth working. So we've played a few practice matches. He's put a comprehensive program in place and he's he's trying to address that because I think that that's a problem in every county that if a fella, a fella's develop at different stages and and we're, we're not good at, you know, we don't have a good eye for those guys, I believe, as well, Sir and Wexford, now, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I remember Tommy years ago talking to a lad called Trulldon. He trained at Galway Tree, good, good few All Ireland titles, football, three in a row and more. And he said to me, You can win All Ireland's in the kitchen. And I, I said, how do you mean? Well, he said, I have people in North Galway said, that I call into that are great football people. They're not selectors. Or, and they'd advise me on lads that see playing club football that I should look at. And like, he's right in what he's saying. Like yeah. he, he was, he had, he had kind of, you call them scouts, like, but they would yeah. come and, you know. Yeah, so and, that, and, and you were right, sir. There's, my father, Lord Mercian, but he was one of the kind of people around Buffers Alley, but he did fierce eye for a player. You know, he he was he was able to be. I'll give you an example. <laughs> it's not a great example, but uh, when Tony Dorn was about fifteen or whatever, they were short kind of um, uh, for the intermediate county semi final. That time they hadn't as many players, but for Zally, but uh, Tony came walking out of the Milken Parlour, and my father was talking to Tony's father, and he said to Willie, he said, Willie, sure, bring that big fella with you. He's big enough now to be hurling. He said uh, he, he he mightn't be too bad. Uh, so he, I'm not saying coming out of the milking parlour you'd usually pick a fella out, but uh, <laughs> it was a good it was a good spot for a for a hurler in Tony Dorn. But I I do agree with you, sir. And and you know I I have a bit of experience and not successful maybe in mentoring and that. But I I wouldn't be slow to just back up to the fence to an odd fella that you'd know and are very good at picking out things a kind of a such, and we should oh, be yeah. using those people. Yeah. I, I was just saying, there's a kind of a thing, sir, and it's funny, I was, I was reading a thing there recently, and and uh, there's there's a kind of a thing that, that if you're over a certain age now that you really don't know what's going on, kind of, you know, you're out of date. I yeah. don't subscribe to that. I think it's a complete joke. Like I, I, you keep, know, saying, I keep saying, Tom, that you're, you're penalising Ireland for getting old. That's like, right. You look at the top uh, professional teams that lads are over them, say manage and say, okay, they have a pool, yeah. there, a pool of advisors and all the rest. Like, like you know, it's it's unreal. You have the president of the of, of the USA going for a second term, and I know what age he's eighty. He's eighty, right? yeah, yeah. But if that was here, that have no no way. Like I'm just saying to you, that's kind of Ireland. Whatever has kind of got into it, and definitely in the GA more than anything. Like you yeah. know, you the rugby teams even they're, they're 34, they're 35, 38 playing international rugby. Should they tell you in in in, in county teams? Oh, you're too old to thirty. Should it's crazy, yeah. you know. And lads, here at the Wexford Harlem podcast, we still value your opinions, Aaron. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're that's, that's why we keep coming back for you, lads. Hold on, hold on now, Gary. Are you saying we're all Gary? <laughs> <laughs> we were just referring to other fans. <laughs> sure, we'd call it. <laughs> I have to fight. I have to fight every week to ask you guys to come on because Gary doesn't want you. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. That crowd and ask more. I'll tell you the truth. Now they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're and they're not happy now that Limbarn Hunter after signing one. They're uh, top players down here. Oh yeah, yeah. You met, you met, you met Kenny. 
Yeah, Edmund said that he might play a bit of B, and then we hear he's talking out. He's he's wing he, forward for the senior team. He got he got two points or two points against Gory for the senior team. So Did I he? tell you, he's 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 cutting us down there. That's so. Yeah. <laughs> I actually Ireland for a club in Dublin now the lowest level. Ireland today scored three goals. You did. Oh yeah, yeah. Well done, Ben. Yes, right. Oh look, we we have a candidate already for hurler of the week. And <laughs> did you win? Oh, we won, yeah, we won, yeah. <laughs> and that man only, sir. I'll be honest with you. If you saw that man limping now in Olin Park, a couple of uh, about a year a year ago, is it now, Ben? I I said that man will never grace the hurling fields again. I said you're you're finished. So yeah, but you you recovered from a, a career threatening injury as well. I'm recovering from a couple now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple now. Well, to be applauded now. Something that I found interesting is that Limerick are obviously favourites for the All Ireland, but Galway are second favourites at seven to one. Have have Galway earned that? No, no, it's on it's on it's on kind of talk reach. We haven't earned it. We had a very poor league, didn't win the Leinster title last year. You know, like the you know the, the ones that should be seven to one are probably Kilkenny because they'll come around the other way again. Like even though they didn't match them in the league, they tried the physical in and that didn't work. But no, Kilkenny they'll come up with a few other things and they'll still be hard to beat. But Galway would have. If you're talking to Limerick players now, Limerick could be kind of, I don't mean afraid of God, but they're kind of, if Galway hit a good day and, and Limerick had a kind of an off day, like, you know, they'd still run them as close as anyone. Even last year, like Henry had a kind of a game plan, shooting from outside, and even though we were beaten, we were still in the game. Like, it was a bit like West, a bit like Limerick's game, where we're, we're, we're crowded defence, walking to midfield and shooting shooting from way outside. And it kind of worked to a certain extent. Well, I, 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 my favourites, lads, would be Limerick, obviously. Uh, and, yeah. there's some, and there's something telling me, something telling me that Limerick mightn't win the All Ireland this year now, and I, I, I've absolutely no proof or evidence of it. But I'd actually believe it or not, I think that Clare or Tipperary could be could be too. Well, I think Clare, if they get their act together, Jesus, I know we're going a bit on the day down in Wexford Park that day, but by God, they've they've a lot of very very good hurlers, a lot of big physical men. And, you know, I, I just think they could be a threat. And Tipperary seemed to be moving pretty well, judging from the word we got from the practice match last week and that, you know. So it's, it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting. Again, you know, wouldn't it be some championship if Limerick weren't in it? Yeah, but Tom, you're going to find that that's a very important game, the first one, Tipco to, to Innes, the first. Yeah. You know, and it's a very important one for Clare. They need yeah. to win that. I hope yeah. the group because the second game is against Limerick. I think it's sold out already. Yeah, yeah. But Galway, Galway, their home games in the league, they lost them all. Yeah. And the only game in the league Wexford won was away from Wexford Park. Should Wexford actually be favourites for this game up in Salt Hill on Saturday? <laughs> well, you could you could argue that way, yeah, if you're going in real form. But like, you know, sure, even the, last night, Galway were money on to be to be Kilkenny. It didn't make any sense. I think Kilkenny were two to one. I don't know where, you know. Yeah. But they, like uh whether to win or not, like you're you like Galway and Wexford and Kilkenny will be the three teams that we fancy to come out of, of Leinster okay you have Dublin in the mix but they'll, they'll be the three favourites to come out it's up to the three of them to come out and no matter where they come out they'll be happy in the sense that even Galway they'd love to win it but even coming out of the quarter final one win it puts you into the big time like and anything when you, when you gain that far anything can happen the big thing is to, is to be holding for at the at the end of summer really that's the big thing my, my biggest my biggest worry about the, the Leinster Championship for us sir, as one who has lived through the National Hurling League and, and been at more or less every game is that say we go up to Galway and say form kicks in. I know like 
the, and I don't I, I I admire Galway Harlan probably more than any Harlan because I, I love seeing Galway do well. But the truth of the matter is Galway are a team capable of go of beating Wexford by 10 points next Saturday, and they're also a team capable of beating themselves by three, you know. And that might yeah. sound strange, but they're they're devils for self-imploding at times. And my worry from a Wexford point of view is that Galway will come out with a big game that beat Wexford. Then for us, the Antrim game becomes really difficult. The Dublin game becomes really difficult. And that's where I think our problems could lie. You know, that it's, 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 we really are stepping into the unknown this year with, with where we're going, sir, you know, and, and, and it really is what, there's a lot of people worried down here, to be honest with you, as to exactly where we're going. And in fairness to the mentors and that, that's been inspired a bit by the amount of players who've been meet, missing during the league and that, but there just is a worry at the moment, you know. Yeah, when you're missing players, you're assuming that when they come back, they're going to switch on and they're going to be playing very well. You're also assuming that they're way better than the people that are on. And it doesn't always work that way. Because yeah. it, like, it isn't like where you just turn on the tap. Like, you know, we'd have one or two. Cahill Manning would be one now, for instance, hasn't heard much at all. Back training and going well, but has no match play played. Like, him. Yeah. He, he'd probably start, you see, because he'd be tempted to start a very good hurler on his day. But, like, uh, you know, you just don't know how it's going to go for him. And where would where would Carl Mannion? Will he he basically played as a sweeper in Wexford Park last year? Where will he? Where will uh, well, that you see if the opposition plays a sweeper, you have to have a sweeper. You know that sort of way. But usually he could be picked corner forward and, and go out around the third midfield. He likes he likes loose hurling. He can, he's very good shooter, like and very natural on the ball. When he plays well, it looks lovely. It comes easy to him. But uh, you know, someday even the Limerick thing you're talking about the sweeper, what you do? Is, I I'm looking forward to someone actually marking the sweeper. You could always put a corner forward. Put 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 someone on the sweeper. Now they'll still yeah. have a sweeper, but not the guy that wants sweeping. And it's a it's a big difference, yeah. or, you know. But that's down the road, and I, I expect Pitsy to do something like that. Maybe not next week, but he'll find that when the chips are really down, he he'll, he'll try something like that. Yeah, God, that that used to be the biggest insult of all time, sir. Oh, he loves loose hurling. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, well, well, you know, well I tell you, in, in a funny way, sir, uh, Limerick liked to keep um, Declan Hannon in that yeah. type of a role. You know, he, he the, 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 I remember a couple of All-Irelands ago, I think his man got four or five points from play, but Declan Hannon was still stuck to the job he was given, like to, to kind of to, to work in the hole, a kind of um, a sort. You're, you're, you're so correct. And I would love to see the team taking a, a counter team going at Declan, picking the centre forward mm. that'll wet him. Yeah. Drive straight on the whole thing because he's lying back in the pocket. He's picking up loose ball, but he's not being taken on. He's not actually marking anyone. He's yeah. just marking yeah. the D. Like yeah. no one has done the jet. Like they're they're giving them, as you say, too much respect. Like so, someone has to go for broke. But the thing to go for broke with Limerick is is the knockout game, <laughs> not 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 the yeah. round robin ones. You, you know? don't want to show your hand no, in a game that, and then. No. But 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 the other thing I'd like to see lads on on Saturday, and I know look. The Galway game, it's a bit like the Watford game for for um, Davy, in that it's not a game they're expecting to win. Now, I hope our players are expecting to win. But my worry again is next week, you're, you're talking about who's going to be full-back, Dahi or, or, um, or Gerard McInerney. But I don't want to see Conor McDonald standing up on his own with two or three backs around him. You know, he's going to find it hard enough to kind of get the better of one, the Galway full. I'd love to see Rory just up beside him, literally playing off maybe and even another corner for just see how it goes and and we'd know the next day because we 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 know how the sweeper and all that goes now but I just like to see and obviously you know you you make your defenses and do things around the field but let's just go let's we haven't gone at a team really in the last 12 months we haven't oh, pushed oh, you know. you're so correct I think the county team that someone drives with three in the full forward line the opposition will get such a shock because at the yeah. moment the full back line 
are, 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 are safe. There's three in the full back line, and the most up there is maybe one and a half, if you know what I mean. They're yeah. always outnumbered. But it might change complexion if there was three on them, you yes. know. Yeah. But yeah. someone, will, someone will do it. But again, you nearly only want to do it today to cha- go for broke on the championship day because if you show it too early. But yeah, someone will have to do it. Yeah, and I, I think it, in some ways, sir, we we know Wexford that our best chance of progression here will be the Dublin game. You know, I think we'll always have a chance against Kilkenny, and I'm not saying we won't put up. But next week, next Saturday is the day that I go for it and just say, let's oh, let's see how it oh, works. Been like, see what it goes. Yeah. See how cool. And it's not the end of the world. I mean, we have important games coming up or whatever. And I know it's brave talk and, and Galway could come out. And uh, But a bit like, say, say the Kilkenny team of 2011, 10, 9, 8, if you do something like that, they could get they could get six goals on you. But Galway, their finishing, sir, in the league and last year left a bit to be desired. They created a huge amount of chances, but they weren't as clinical in their finishing for goals now, to be honest with you. Oh. you know? I think I'd take a chance on that. <laughs> Well, I, I would love to see Galway playing Whelan inside and Concan and whoever else inside. Yeah. Like these yeah. two, because they would go for they would be yeah. going for yeah. out. The last few days they've been out the field, like and it's fine, but you're you're a mile away from goal. Like there's no yeah. there's no yeah. sign of a goal coming. Y- young Monaghan, sir, he's a, he's a fair fine too. I know he's what yeah. twenty two or three now. Is he or more? Um, would you believe he's there five or six years? It just shows how, how long it takes to kind of. He's there five yeah. or six years. No more than young Nyland. They're in there for five years. He's Thomas five or six, and has taken. Now he's been injured a bit, but he's taken that time to kind of command his space. And now he's yeah. a regular and he's playing very well. Uh, he prefers, I'd say, midfield to now. He, he plays wing forward. He's out there anyway. Wing yeah. field is his best, and he'd score from it. And the young guy, young Nyland, he's a kind of an opportunist, but a very he's he's an eight or nine out of ten, a free taker. Yeah. But he gave take him a few years to kind of. Uh, Get a regular spot. Yeah, he I'd like to open Harlan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd like myself. But but young young Malin, I remember he was. You're right, sir. It was the Ian Carty year. Um, that he was the he was the man of the match in the Leinster final. Remember that famous Leinster final up in Portlaoise. He had a great game that day. Now he's he's he he'd be t- t- your Tom Monaghan's nephew, sir. Would he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was very good. Yeah, we, 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 we were beaten. We were beating the Cyril was over the um Kilkenny team or the Galway team were beaten in the 86 All Ireland uh senior final on luckily. And the week after they played us in the All Ireland under 21 final. And would you believe I was playing centre back that day? But he had an amazing team that time. You brought him from almost kids, Sir yeah. Tom yeah, Monaghan, Pat Malone, yeah. Joe Cooney, Anthony Cunningham, uh John Cummins. They were they were they were the, the lynch or the the, the yeah. kind of foundation to your success, sir, weren't they? Yeah, they won they won a minor in '83, you know. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and I brought him in. I then I had him in '86. I kept him kind of coming the whole way through, like yeah. that that cool thing. And you kind of took a chance on a very young team, didn't you? you oh, yeah. Them out as, yeah. There were kids when but, you put them out. Tom, it was easy enough to take the chance in the sense that in 84, awfully beat us out the gate. And the team I was in 1980, they were gone. They were kind of old in 1980, but they were, they were gone past in 84, really. Well, like, they were get to the, so I had to let all them lads go, but I had to start from scratch. So it, they, they were, it was easy for them to make the team because the boys were gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. gone. Yeah. It wasn't a nice job letting the lads go that you kind of wound all learned in the 80 with and they all became all-stars and here you were letting them go again but it was four years afterwards and like they were they were moving yeah. on shall they were serious we, we would have had lads that time like we had a good team Paul Nolan was in the goal late, yeah. Mike, late Michael Foley uh, Mike Kevin's father he was full back that day Kevin Murphy uh, Larry O 
Nigel yeah, McDonald's, yeah. they they came along, and Dermot Prendergast, Matty Foley, just they, they, they were a fine team. Marks Morrissey, Ray Murphy. Actually, in the '83 Leinster minor final, Sir Ray Murphy scored three three for Wexford, and Niall Quinn scored three five for uh, Dublin, and we were beaten that day. And you you nullified Niall Quinn altogether in the All Ireland final that year. I don't know who you even played on him that day. Now, I played you played them. I played Garros McInerney outside. Well, I had Sean Tracy on him. It wouldn't be that well, easy. Yeah, no. that's right. I think he got a point, did he, that day yeah, in the final? Point, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, know. you, you really were the man who started off this whole sweeper defensive system, Cyril. Uh, I don't know what. Davy calls it six plus one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Davy, Davy told me one day, Cyril, I don't understand the sweeper system. <laughs> I said, so I was, I was having a good chat with him on a plane going to New York. Yeah. So he, I had, I had, I had that whole six plus one and. I tell you the truth, lads. By the time we landed in New York, I tell you the truth. I had I had uh, forwards going backwards and backwards yeah. forwards going. <laughs> I, I was nearly dead. So that's just yeah. you got the whole lot. I got the whole lot. He offloaded the whole lot to me. <laughs> yeah. I was the best informed man on that system. But do you know, it's it it in some ways hurling moves on and whatever. But in some ways as well, I I I, I still have this hankering for. Some team to come out as you said, sir, 15 on 15. Will we ever see it again? Adrian Fenlon midfield pulling on the ball, letting it into yeah, the forwards quick. You know, will it, I don't think we'll ever see it again, sir. Will we? Well, you know what I'd love to see, Tom? I'd love to see a club championship, wherever to be, Galway or Wexford or Kilkenny, being won by a club team, run by club, their own club players. Yeah. Because we've been here in Galway now that you have to have an outside coach, an outside strength and condition, an outside maybe the stats. It's all, you know what I mean? Yeah, local guy he can help, but he's not. You know, everyone yeah. has. It's, well, sir, it's funny you say that. T- Tim Flood, uh, Sean, Tim the great Tim, who won all our medals in the fifties. Sean, he'd be very friendly with Sean's father. He was adamant, Tim, in the, in his later years, that uh, the only person that could manage a club should be a club member. That that was what his wish was. So the two of ye have the same wish, I think. Well, you know, I can see it in Galway, like. Uh, the top coaches from our own club can go say to Tipperary, but yeah. they're not coaching our own lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name of God Almighty, and it's a cost of power of money. You know, that's right. So, yeah, under, like there's there's a kind of an industry behind the teams, like you know. So it's 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 want to be looked at. It'll have to be looked at sooner or later, anyway. Yeah, and it's it's funny. Like I I think I'm just thinking in hurling. In my memory, Ed Rousam is as you know, lads, is an absolute encyclopedia and hurling and whatever. But I think uh, Michael Bond and Eamon Cregan, were they the only two outside managers that won All-Irelands with counties outside their own in Hurland? I can't I can't think of too many more now, sir. What do you call from Kilkenny now? He came as a coach. No, Dermot Healy. Yeah, like he really changed he, off. He, he was yeah. the man, yeah. 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 But yeah. very few, like when you think about but, it, you know. Well, you see, it's, like, Tom, but if you take Kilkenny, Tip and Cork out of the equation, so it's hardly in All-Ireland for everyone else. Like That's they have true. some fun. <laughs> that they're winning someone, they're not going to go outside. Yeah, yeah. No. It's the one we have, like, if you're losing, you're going to try everything. But when you're winning, you don't. Ian Griffin was a clear man. Oh, ah, he, 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 I tell you one thing, I hope, I hope that's not going out on air. You know, <laughs> Jesus, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have Griffin on next week's show, so you will. <laughs> he'll break, break through your Zoom link. There'll be a public he's apology. Very, he's very, yeah, he's very proud of his clear connections, but I think he, I think we will accept that he's a Wexford man. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're looking at matchups now for Saturday, last year, Jack Grealish and Rory O'Connor had a, a very good battle. I'd say Jack might have 
probably got the the bit well considering how on fire Rory was in the league Jack Jack did quite a good job now I thought maybe he got away with it a little bit but will that be the matchup again on Saturday will will it be Jack's uh, task with it there's a, like it's it's a toss of a coin whether it'll be on or not Jack Grealish yeah because yeah, the lad called TJ Brennan had a great campaign with Joel fullback and he's playing very well with with cornerback now it's from Clarenbridge and the other cornerback could be Darren Morrissey there's three for the this and, and, and Jack there's three for two positions now, Jack could actually lose out, but they like him. He's very fast and he's very tenacious. Hasn't been hurling that well, but probably his championship form might hold him there. But only just, I'd say, you know, it's, it's going to be tight call. I, I, he, he did a good... I think it's going to depend a bit too, lads, on where Rory is going to position himself. Yeah. Like, I, I genuinely think Rory's best position probably is wing forward, believe it or not, where he can get a little bit of momentum when he's running at you and that. But I would fancy, and I know maybe nobody... This is only my own opinion, that we'll see Rory, for part of the game, going back down the field a bit, just not to give him a kind of be a sitting duck really for for anybody, and then he'll start to gradually move into maybe a forward position. But I think I think Wexford's big thing for this weekend will be to see how are we going to get Rory to be hard to track down. How are how are we going to hide Rory from Galway to a certain extent, which is not easy. And I think then Sir Galway will have to decide: Are we going to send somebody after Rory O'Connor? Yeah, you know, and that's you're right, Tomas. And the same thing happens when you're playing clear. Like they have Tony Kelly say wing or, or midfield, and he marks no one. He just marks the ball. So people have to decide: Well, are you going to let him do his own thing? Or are you going to pick him up? Like, and maybe a player has to go on him or, or sacrifice some lad to go on him. So it was the same. Like Rory would would be would love that role. I'd say go. We'll try to mark him because they know. Like if he has if he if Rory has a good game, Wexford no more than Lee Chin. If they play well, yeah. and if they, if them few kind of we call them leaders play well, Wexford will play well. If we could afford it, sir, I'd play. And, and don't, I'm, I'm joking here because we can't, but I'd have Rory O'Connor, Connor McDonald, and Lee Chin in the full forward line. It's just getting the ball into him then could be the problem. <laughs> That's the uh, problem. If, if you had another Rory and Lee to hit the ball into him, you'd be good. <laughs> yeah. But you'd imagine, be I what you're saying, but you'd imagine it's an easy enough job for someone to get the ball and hit it in. It's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible, like. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, I, it's just I'm not sure we could afford him there at the same time, though, sir. You know, I, oh, I know. I'm wrong. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Connor Mack will definitely be there. If, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at stages you could have Connor and Lee Chin in there with Rory, as you said, Tom, playing out deep. And then maybe Rory will make his way back inside and Lee might pull out a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see something like that. Yeah. You you could at times, I'd say, I think the most likely thing you you could see Lee center forward. You know, I, I, I think from the Wexford point of view, the, 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 the big thing about Lee Chin is, and what Galway will face is that Lee can win the ball one way or the other. So you, you, even if he is marked, if you if you throw a ball 10 yards or 10 feet up into the sky and it's coming down, Lee has a probably an 80% chance of winning that ball because he is so physically strong. So I wouldn't worry. I just think that Rory will have to release Rory somewhere because fairness to... Um, uh, uh, young Grealish, Jack Grealish last year, he did do a good job on Rory. You know, he he was very tenacious and kind of. And I think Wexford will try and find if you have Lee tied down, it's not as bad as if you have Rory tied down. That's what I'm saying. You know, because uh, and the other thing is you can hit Lee with with almost anything, and he'll just get up and go on to the next ball. You know, Rory Rory might uh, be tempted to give you a little shot back at times. To be yeah. honest with you, you know. Well, it, it it's good to have the three of them. Connor Mac, Lee, and Rory as three options because when you're one down, it makes it easier for the opposition to look after the other two. But it's yeah. harder to keep tabs on all three. 
Yeah, yeah, and and to be honest with you, we're 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 look at the bright side of things, and and don't get me wrong, we're I'm looking at the Galway forwards, and God, look, you don't have to tell me Connor Cooney, Connor Wheel, and like just they're serious serious operators or whatever. But you know what, lads, we have three fairly serious men: Rory O'Connor, Lee Chin, Connor McDonald. You know, up front as well. Like you know, that they're a good, they're a good uh, foundation for any forward line. You know, we have the 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 couple of extra lads to come in as well. So, uh, you know, we we I tell you, if they, you know, it it won't be a walk in the park for Galway. And I don't think they'll be expecting a walk in the park. But I don't think they wouldn't be expecting that tomorrow because they know they know if the boys, if them three in particular are injury are, are injury free, like they they're yeah. dangerous like the yeah. whole time. Yeah, like Rory, like Rory had he has has hit farm there before he got injured. Like he's probably one of the best forwards in the country. Like you know, before he got injured, now he's back. If he comes back to that farm again and to reach in and like McDonald on his day can beat you as well. Like you yeah. see, you yeah. you know, I know McInerney had a good game in him last time, but that that can all change. Every game is different. It's a funny, you know, hurling's a funny game, and uh, like it's a big game for Darry Egan. He'll definitely want a big performance from the team anyway after kind of disappointing during the league. No more yeah. than Henry, like, but there's, there's a bit of pressure, I'd say, on Wexford to kind of come up with a performance. But there'll be pressure on goal because they will be expected to win at home. And, and you know, sir, midfield will be important as well because we we haven't totally settled on midfield this year just yet. But it looks, Cahill Dunbar has been probably played there most consistently. And I would presume Dermot O'Keefe, Liam McGovern maybe. But Gull, yeah. like we, we need to get a bit of a grip around there as well. And and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the O'Keefe just slipping back a little bit as well. He, he's very effective in doing that. But yeah, Galway, yeah. in the league, Galway got a good grip in the middle of the field on us as well, you know. Well, it, it looks like young uh, Ronan Dinn will be midfield maybe with Tom Allen or someone. You know, like yeah. that kind of seemed to... They're, they're, like, Tom Allen could be wing, picked wing forward. He must prefer his midfield and he's more effective really midfield. He get a lot of work. He, like the lad on him can have a good game, but Tom would have a good game as well. That's the usual yeah. way. I think, I think Ronan... Would it be right in saying Ronan Lennon missed the league game against Wexford, it, I think? And I, I was just happened to be talking to a Galway man. They rate him very highly over there, Cyril, do they? Good campaign, like you can hear in last year was his first kind of year, kind of coming right. And he's, he's a kind of a new kid on the block, he's the only new name on it, really, if you know what I mean. And uh, but he, he's just kind of getting well, he's back from injury and all that, but he needs to get up to, to the pace of the game. Like it's mm. now he's a fit fella and he's young, but just show you when you miss a bit of time, the pace of the game is game time is, is a big difference to kind of gym time, shall we say. Yeah, would Galway actually, sir, considering the amount of injuries Wexford have had, is that? Almost an advantage to Wexford in that Galway actually just almost don't know who's going to be playing for Wexford. Well, uh, it, it's it's what well, it, it's an advantage. The Galway supporters are expecting us to, to win because they think Wexford will have only half a team. But like uh, you know, Tom will tell you like when the championship comes around, when all these injuries are inclined to clear up, if it was a league game. They'd be still probably injured before the championship game. They all seem to kind of come around, and I'm expecting Wexford to be at more or less at full strength. More than Galway, like they'll all want to, they'll all want to play. Maybe not the league game, but they'll all want to play in the championship. But like Galway, like to have a good Leinster campaign, they need to win the first game, you know, and especially at home. That to me, like it's a game Galway have to win. Whereas I know Wexford will want to win it, but it's not the end of the world for Wexford. They're still at home the next week, you know. Like whereas we go to Kilkenny. Is that a little bit of a little bit of a shot, sir? Like. Um... Oh, everyone's injured, and when the match comes around, oh, everyone's fit. Well, yeah, that's you. You always get that type, but you have to be expected. Like I'd say, go. I'd say Henry's only kind of concentrating on his own team. He wants to perform something like because we didn't get a performance at home in the league, like in any of the matches that we played. We got a little bit away from home. One of them was it was all due respects. One was against Westmeath. So like, uh, it's a big year for our setup, really. Like you know, we need to be kind of getting into a Leinster final and win it. Like with with the stuff we have. That's the feeling down here. 
Yeah, it's quite amazing that Galway haven't won a Leinster Championship for the last three years, three, four years, you know, or I don't know when the last one won, but, you know, I mean, given the talent they have, it, you know, Kilkenny, we always discount them, but lads, they end up being in the league final, they end up winning yeah. the last three Leinsters, they're just they're serious men really, aren't they, when, they, when it comes but to But Tom, Leinster, when, you, when you look back at Leinster, they only beat the puck of a ball, when all of a sudden, that's right. All right, sir and Tom, going to ask you for two predictions before we finish now. Cyril, I want your prediction for Saturday night's game and then give me your three who are coming out of Leinster. Well, I, I'd be hoping like uh, for us to win, I think Galway should get over being at home Saturday night. And I think Galway, Kilkenny and Wexford are the three promoted Leinster. Like with all due respects, uh, Dublin are the four team, they're, the, they're in the pot, but the other two, two teams aren't up to that standard. So we're in a lucky position as I tell everyone in Galway that we are in Leinster. So like it's three... Four into three, one four. So that David's three I'd pick. Like, and don't worry them where to finish because, like, say, suppose you finish in third, you're still in a knockout game, and that's where you want to be. Like, in one good win, you're back in the big time. Tom, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, I admire the man so much anyway, but I'm going to mirror what he's going to say. But with a few little provisios, lads, if people are saying that Saturday night is not the big game for Wexford, but Wexford need to perform on Saturday night because the, the I think that it will be Wexford. It'll be, I think it'll be a Galway Kilkenny Leinster final. I think Wexford will get through. But if Wexford don't perform on, uh, on next Saturday night, then I start to worry about the Antrim game and the Dublin game, which are coming very quickly afterwards because morale is a big thing. Antrim are going to, in my book, Antrim could catch somebody. And where Antrim could catch somebody, they could catch Dublin and Cardigan Park next Saturday or if Wexford were beaten, badly to catch Wexford. So it's there's a little bit of a mixture there, but I still will hold it. I think the the our, the three teams will be will be the third one through, but I do think we will we will get through. My my worry would be getting beat, but getting beat and coming away with a couple of injuries, and then yeah. going into the Antrim game the following week with injuries or something when you you really need the performance. Yeah, yeah. I don't like your negativity. We've been, that's, a, that's a worry. That's, I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, Ben. Jesus. Gary no, no. has been playing possum with the rest of everyone, everyone else for all league, and everyone's going to be fit, and we're going to hammer Galway on Saturday night. That's your yeah. prediction, Ben. That's my prediction. Yeah, love to hear. Yeah. But yeah. if if Lee Chin was playing the full game last year, we would have bet Galway out the gate. I, I, uh, uh, Gary, I, yeah. I'm not sure if I totally agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I remember properly, Galway, Galway were well on top last year. But anyway, this is Ben Galway. saying this now. This is, yeah, until, yeah, that, that, you, until you, you came on. When you put that note, definitely a quote, uh, a tribute those quotes to Ben. Yes, yes. <laughs> just make sure. Sir, Sir Farrell is going to be on to Henry Shefflin now in about twenty minutes. Yeah, 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 you right. never guess what this fellow <laughs> Mike Smith said. Uh, one of the Bernies, he said, uh, the great Hurland family. In yeah. This is what they're saying about you. The same lad who tried to. Griffin and Clare man yeah, yeah I'll tell you one thing you're, you're down for a rough week this week <laughs> I'm just, like, Steve, do you mind if I just ask one thing what Cyril is on there this referee thing with Fergal Horgan um, I just it was a disappointing to see he is a good referee yeah he's a good referee I don't know where he's coming from though Tom yeah. like uh, he's got a few All-Irelands like you were saying most refs didn't get it like they got as much as anyone else like you know now maybe yeah. he knows more than we do about the fitness end of it like, but he's a top referee and I know that the players like him because he's he's up with the play he makes kind of the right decision more or less and he'll explain to you what you kind of what you did wrong or what he deemed that that, you, that he felt you did wrong but uh, he's a bit sure to be giving it up but but his argument doesn't stand up with uh, not getting games like that's that's me just that stand up at all 
That's and that's what I was just thinking, sir, because I, I, I agree with you totally. I mean, he's probably been the most honored referee in the last 10 years. And but I, I was just a got me thinking about uh, the overall refereeing thing. And I, I do know now, and I, I'm open to correction, we need to probably make things a little bit more attractive. There are 12 referees, there's 11 now at that top table refereeing championship matches. My understanding is they get their 50 cents a mile and they can receive sandwich in the morning and a bite to eat for the own person. I do believe, sir, that we need to make it more attractive. And I was only thinking, I don't know what you think, lads. I know that I know that you're in a bit of a hurry, but I was just thinking that you know the way the GPA have a grant for the players. Yeah. And they have maybe just expand that to the to the 12 referees that are at that top table because they do deserve something. Because they're like Saturday evening, the likelihood is one of the most important people on the field is going to be the referee, you know, and, and all the games. And I was just thinking I think it is worth the GPA, I don't know how much money they have, but Really, you know, the referees probably do deserve something of a grant when they're refereeing. At, at that, I'm not saying it'll improve things, but it might it might make it a little bit easier to be doing the job. Like, you know? it might yeah, it entice more people in the GPA get a couple of million every year from the from the GA. Like, it's a lot yeah. of money. Definitely, yeah. like, yeah, but I don't know where, like, uh, something you wouldn't know what happened. He's on about the fitness things that lads are getting matches that didn't yeah. pass it. Yes, now look at to me, a referee. I know you have to be fit, but if you're able to read the game, that's a lot of it. I'd love to see guys getting into it, have they've hurled themselves because you don't have to be running everywhere to be a good referee. You can like you know where the ball is going if you have an instinct for the hurling. And Fergal is one of the best, strongest. It's a pity to see him going, you know. Yeah. I don't know, Cyril, whether it's a true story, but a, a, a referee many, many years ago wasn't at the fitness levels. I think he had uh, failed a few of the fitness, but he came out to referee a match and uh. Yeah, the groundsman said, look at apologies, the, the grass is a bit long, I didn't get a chance to cut it with the wet, and the referee said to him, he said, look, he said, it's not the uh, length of the grass I'm worried about, he said, it's the length of the field, he said, so, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few of them around, I think, so there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man who's hurled a lot, in a lot of the lower levels, grades, so I've seen all the referees, I, I think it's very fair that referees should have a fitness level, because often, the lower levels, you just see a ref standing in the middle of the field and going absolutely nowhere. Yeah, well, that's true. But like to, to open the bigger debate altogether, strictly speaking, there should be two referees, one in, one, one in each half of the field. It makes it very, very easy. Uh, we've done it there for cancer, like with two refs, and it makes it very easy. Like the one referee, if you come in from Mars, never knew anything about a hurling match and say there's one lad doing this up and down the pitch. It's impossible to think of it. Hook out yeah. the ball, 80 yards, up and down the field. So how would you do it? You know, really, yeah, when you are there not two linesmen there to help him? But sure, they don't. They have any whistle in their mouth. Like it's it's the guy that has the whistle is the boss. If you have a referee in each half, it makes it very easy. You know, on the referee, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It's like ho hockey. Hockey the referee is just responsible for one half of the pitch, or the linesmen in soccer. Yeah. The only thing with the, the the two referees, one for each half, is they could be completely different referees where you're tackling one half as grand and then you're tackling the other half as not grand. Oh, yeah, well, I, but that's, they're supposed to follow the same rules. Yeah, right? that, that is true. But do which, which one keeps track of the yellow cards? <laughs> oh, the boat, well, the boat could have the boat, yeah. Uh, it only counts if you get a yellow card in one half. Yeah. <laughs> Let's don't be complicating it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, when Buffers Alley were playing, when I was playing, there was always about 150 referees at the match anyway. That's all. Yeah. We, we, we have to say it all way. We only see it one way. <laughs> i tell you now, Tom, we were, we were playing a league hurling game in Buffers Alley last weekend. And uh, at halftime, we stayed out on the field and Buffers Alley went into the dressing room. And we were out in position waiting for the second half and still no sign of for Zali. Um, then I went up to the ref and he was he had kind of blown his whistle a few times 
And I just said, uh, how long is gone? And he said, that's the 10 minutes there now. And I said, Asher, you might as well just throw in, throw in the ball then. And he goes, just, I won't do that around here anyway. <laughs> did, I didn't, get, did, did, did you just win that game, Gary? No, I didn't, Tom. No, I, think, I, you know, I think I'd, I'd, say, I'd say, you know, well enough. That's what I heard, Gary. <laughs> No, we, we couldn't get a we couldn't get ahead of the Buffers Alley sweeper system. Ah yeah, we I tell you what, they're they're going to be a top team this year, by I think they will too. Yeah, they, they, they were they were moving well. Yeah. Um I I was very loose on my man in the first half, we'd say, and at half Dennis Murphy's over us and he now he 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 just made sure that he let us know that we need to be tighter on our men. Yeah. So at the start of the second half when Buffers Alley eventually came back out. I went straight up to my man and basically just grabbed onto him uh, and started like nearly jostling with him before the ball was even thrown in. And he turned around to me and he said, Jesus, you must have got a rail eight and a half time. <laughs> Maybe the alley were afraid he is. I don't think they were. <laughs> I don't <laughs> And how good is Iron Island? Oh, he'd be very good. He's just a bit, a bit different. Bigger than the brother, but just a bit different. Has you know, has everything kind of so far. No, he's very young, but he is very good. Great name. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that fail of final. We were in the fail of the same year, but we didn't get to the final, obviously. But I think he only scored three eight in the fifteen minute aside final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, he would. how much bigger is he than the brother now? It wouldn't take much. Ah, uh, he's taller. He's going to be bigger. Like he just he's a range of young lad. You know what I mean? Whereas. Aaron is, isn't big, but he's not that small. He's hardy. But Aaron is very fit. Would have done a lot of gym work. Like as long as he doesn't get too muscled up, if you know what I mean. But he's very. He is a good hurler. But he's a very, very good free taker. He'd be nine out of ten, really, like which yeah. is good. Like you know, which is what, which is what you want, really. Your birthday was yesterday, Tom. Was it? Was thanks. Happy, happy birthday. Thanks happy birthday, Tom. Enjoy it, Tom. Thanks, sir. Sir and Tom, thanks a million. Yeah. Thank no. you, sir. So Tom. See, see you, lads. God bless. Matthew Hanlon trying to buy himself a bit of space. A point for Matthew Hanlon. It's not clear. It's in the net. It's in the net. It's in the net. The ball is in the net. It's a goal from Wexford. It's in the net. Thanks very much to Cyril and Tom for joining us. I think we can agree, Gary, that uh, the two lads know a bit. Uh, I certainly do. Yeah, they're uh, they're two very knowledgeable hurling men, and it was great for Tom to to join us so close to his birthday as well. And if you see Tom in the street during the week, you know, don't forget to wish him a happy birthday. You know, unfortunately, Shane Tompkins couldn't make it as he told me he was in training. Yeah, sure, he's training with us. He's back training for the intermediate. No, he's doing having he's having a change of uh, change of career. He um he heard about that there was people, you know the way he likes he likes a few pennies, yeah. Well, he heard that there was people going around saying that refs should get a bit more of an incentive. Oh, like Tom was just talking about. Yeah. So he reckons that he can get in on this money, and he's training to be a ref now. Oh he, right. He said he said to me that there was. There was a high profile, high profile ref retired during the week, and that he reckons as a former player he should be straight in there. He said, "It's interesting. I hope it doesn't affect his uh, pardon with with Oscar Moore now." But I said you have to work your way up. But he said, "No, no, I should be, I should get the All Ireland final this year." Is quote. I don't know if Fergal Horgan to be. I mean, he's looking for more Munster referees, but but there is a call for ex players to become referees. Yeah. So anyway. 
best thanks. luck to Shane yeah thanks to everyone for listening thanks to our sponsor the Enniscorthy Credit Union take care hope Wexford see you all in Galway <laughs>